Goju Nation. Goju Nation. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, I think I'm going to um, do like melodies and see if you guys can guess what song it is. Uh, if you know my background, you, you'll, you'll get into that. Uh, Goju Nation, industry rule number 4080. Here you go. You got me by myself. And uh, you should kind of keep this in mind as we move forward. When you get me by myself, you're going to get something that is qualified, verified, and certified. That's what we do here at Industry Room 4080, where qualitative content counts, where it conquers, where it feeds your existence. Like I said, we'll get right into it because uh, that's, why, that's, what, that's what y'all like to get from me. So here we go. Um, under the qualified category, uh, season 24. We're going to talk about television. Season 24 of Law and Order SVU has kicked off. The first season was a three-parter where they combined all three of their evening episodes. And it really just dawned on me that it's been a quarter century of SVU. I remember when Law and Order was in that category, but we're a quarter century of SVU and live and and thin and the gang um and it really amazes me how much the world i'm around or the people who i'm in contact with lets me know that uh they are very much locked in uh historically to the old episodes as well as to the current season whereas you could go to your friend's house this weekend and it is not a surprise to see them watching a Law and Order marathon, and you are sitting right there with them, watching it with them. It is almost as if it is a comfortable blanket of television to watch. And uh, also this trend, thanks to Netflix teaching us how to binge watch through their medium, is also fascinating that um, Thursday now is Law and Order night. So you get Law and Order, you get Law and Order SVU, and you get Law and Order Organized Crime. Of which you got Jack, you get Liv, and you get and you get Stabler, um, and that is just something that kind of I won't say fascinates me, but it just speaks to where uh, media television content uh, from a police drama standpoint stands today. Um, Thursdays is uh, Law and Order night. Tuesday is FBI night. Wednesday is Chicago night. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just really amazing but it's qualified that is the case and thursdays is now must see law and order night <laughs> jack mccoy amazing um and that is just compelling within itself it's also a very ease of use i think it's easy to digest uh that show it's almost like you don't it doesn't require you to have to be a, a mensa status it doesn't require you to have a college degree i think it's just uh right down the middle uh i'll use a term that uh i'm gonna get you guys to adopt as a uh, as part of my co-hosts when we do the video podcast have a hard time digesting. it's like vanilla ice cream Right. Every restaurant has vanilla ice cream. Everybody eats vanilla ice cream and nobody dislikes per se vanilla ice cream to a certain extent. But every restaurant serves it. I think that's what a a law and order has become to the culture overall from a television standpoint. Um, 
underverified. We're going to skip now to uh, talk more literature uh, from television. And, and um, I am currently in the midst of reading a book that has impacted me in a way that has truly touched my core. My core. And uh, to be honest with you, the book is, becomes difficult to, uh, to read every day because of the impact it speaks to me from a pure emotional and mental standpoint. I've been impacted by, uh, well, let me take a step back. I intend and I try to make sure I read at minimum three books a year. Uh, I like to read six um, but, you know, when life is lifing, you get to what you can get to. But um, I try to do that, you know, like, they, what, what do they say in these motivational circles? Uh, I try to read 10 to 20 pages a day, you know, keep your mind uh, stimulated. Anyway, last time I've been impacted by a book of this caliber was when I read Beloved by Terry McMillan. Um, that book stopped me in my tracks and uh, literally changed the trajectory of how I perceive uh, life and culture and how things are and how deep uh, that book was made into a movie, as you know, speaking to the ghost of slavery and how deep that can be. Um, that was an aha theory for me from a literature standpoint. Um, the book I'm speaking of now, right, too much precursor into what it is I'm reading, is Cast by Isabel Wilkerson. Um, I'm only halfway through this book and I'm stopping to make a point to mention it to you, Goju Nation, because it is mandatory, I repeat, it is mandatory, required reading, I believe, for every person in this country. Um, more so to do a drill down to people of minority status. Um, wherever you are in the world of minority status, to read this book, to get that layer peeled back of how things are, it will adjust and change the way you look at culture, society, history. It will adjust how you deal with your own individual cultures. It will enlighten you to how other cultures deal with other cultures um, and how that maintains and what that status represents. Um, I'm literally, like I said, halfway through this book and um, I'm saying it right now. If you're not reading this book, you are actually missing a chunk of what survival in today's day and age is. Um, Isabel Wilkerson is doing an amazing job of this. Um, and like I said, I have to be brutally honest, I have to pause from reading it every day, which I am compelled to do every day because of the impact of what is being said needs to be digested. I need to breathe through a little bit and then come back to it because the book is impacting me in a way. It's almost like uh, boxing and training. Like if you box every day, your hands are going to uh, are going to tear away skin, <laughs> get calluses, etc. And that's fine if you want, if you want to be a professional boxer. But if you're trying to be in shape and just and keep yourself together, you don't want to beat yourself up that much. And that's literally from a uh, literature context what this book does to you. Cast Isabel Wilkerson. I'm saying it again. Cast Isabel Wilkerson. Um, absolutely verify that it's something that 
is a must read culture wise. Don't deprive yourself of being enlightened. Don't deprive yourself of being educated and informed. Um, certified. I had to take my time with this a little bit because um, I had to make sure I had enough context to display what this conversation represents. Um, I, a couple of years, no, not this year, maybe about a year and a few months ago on one of the other previous podcasts, really spoke about how I felt that uh, R&B music, especially from the female side of the coin, was in trouble. Because we were graduating artists to a status of them being, um, I don't want to say iconic, but superstars in their right when the music did not hold up to match such. We were, we, we were crowning Summer Walker. Uh, we were crowning um, her. We're crowning SZA. And as you go through their projects, and if you take a deep dive, especially if you call yourself, you know, liking music and into music, there's not that they are making music that isn't strong. It's not that they're not making good songs. It's that they're not making projects that pass the five-year test where you find yourself saying, I have to have this album in my catalog, and if I don't, I am remiss, <clears throat> excuse me, in missing something that's happening um, from a musical standpoint. Because I was beyond, no, I'm not going to say I was. You, as well as I, have stated just by your response musically to how you feel about these artists because you're not playing these songs and neither is radio or people on their initial podcast. You're not playing these songs every day, all day. Now, uh, so, so Summer Walker in 2021 uh, came out with her album and it was good, but it wasn't strong. She's good writing, but it didn't have the album as a collective project didn't have the legs um who else did that last year um her as well now i'm not counting the singles that were out like damage and etc songs were strong huge 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 but it was a song like it's like it's like when um it's like when um when you would have an artist come out and the first single would be huge and that would be it it's almost like the album had one hit on it and not a whole album. And when you list these albums, they're not bad albums. They're just not transcending past that threshold. Well, 2022 has definitely given me a little bit, excuse me, a lot of bit of a left turn in my perception of such. And that is due to three artists that put out projects this year. And um, I'm curious if my... If my radar nails them down to see if they get nominations when the Grammy nominations come out for next year. Um, fascinating stuff. So Kalani, and, and it's interesting how I got to them all as well. So we'll start with Kalani. And Kalani's album came out, um, Blue Water, I'm sure. Let me look, I'll look it up when I'm talking to you. And her album is technically, technically, not technically, creatively checks the box of how to put an album together. Okay, how you put an album together, uh, how you start an album, what types of tracks you use, um, 
what type of, uh, you know, where you put the ballads, um, where you put the up-tempos, where you put your guest appearances, where you put the ballads, where you put the pop, popper-leaning songs. And Blue Water Road checks each one of those boxes in that sense. Um, the record with... Um, Justin Timberlake, now I, oof, Lord have mercy, I'm about to get myself in trouble, the album, the song, excuse me, the song with, um, with, uh, wow, bear with me, Goju Nation, Justin Bieber, <laughs> okay, that, uh, uh, I think it's called Up All Night, uh, that song is very well done, very, very well done, and it has, it has the potential, which is out now, uh, has the potential to, uh, Merge generations because of what, how it's being written, uh, how it's being produced, the loop that's being utilized from EPMD, and uh, and the feel of it. Kalani's album, very well done, very well done. And what, so I, as I followed Kalani, which is you know what you do in today's day and age through social media, as I followed Kalani, um, she was I saw some things she was liking, and I found another artist that she that I was driven to through her, and that's um, India Showing. And uh, the reason why I liked India Sean is because she has a track with Anderson Pack. As you know, Anderson Pack right now is pretty much, from a production standpoint as well as an artist standpoint, pretty much anything qualitative that's coming out nowadays, whether it's whatever album that is, you'll find him somewhere around him from a production standpoint. He's working with all artists of all types. Um, but I found India Sean, and India Sean, um, who, who who you could feel and smell the brandy influence through her music, especially vocally. Uh, writing of her project is, is is well done. As we go deeper, as her current project that just came out, which is the extension of her EP, um, and she has a song called "When We Call," which speaks volumes to me. I, uh, you know, the, the harmonies, the the B section, the bridge, uh, and the way that she expresses herself. You could tell she's free flowing. Um, within what she's doing musically, which is just such a breath of fresh air, such a breath of fresh air. And from what she shows, she seems to be a beautiful spirit as well, too, as an individual. Um, but that's not even who I'm getting to, who is uh, the artist that we need to be speaking about. Um, following her, <laughs> okay, uh, India Sean led me to a song that she was admiring. The song was called Under the Moon. And, I'm, and I, remember I literally tagged her and I was like, yo, who is this that you were listening to? Um, because that song is, wow, that's significant. She said, that's Alex Isley. And I said, I, I said, I'll be right back. And I went down the rabbit hole and that's who I'm arriving at. Alex Isley, uh, Goju Nation, is who certified for this podcast. Um, her current EP, Marigold, with Jack Dine, is a must listen. It's one of the few projects in a while where literally... From top to bottom. And it's an EP. About eight songs. Robert Glasper's on the album as well too. Um, it's about eight songs. And in this day and age. That's not that's not, that's not long. Because you know how short songs are. Songs, songs are three minutes now. Um, but each song is, is, is speaks better than the other one. And it's woven uh, creatively. Where you don't miss a beat. And her evolution as a writer. Because I've went and basically through a whole catalog. I mean, it's a third or fourth project. Um, all independent, by the way, too. All independent. Um, speaks so strong. Okay. Marigold, must listen. Okay. If cast is a must read, Marigold is a must listen. Um, my personal favorite songs, and there's Under the Moon. Um, 
on Love Again. And I'm... Oh, that Love Again, boy, speaks to me. And um, Without, which is basically an interlude that needs to be a song, uh, reminds me of a song uh Paradise from Black Street. That's an interlude that needs to be a song. Um, and then, and then, yes, Isley is her last name, and yes, she is the daughter of Ernie Isley, the guitarist writer from the Isley Brothers. So her DNA is etched in stone. So creatively, this is this is just our generation getting what we need. If you want an example or analogy of what Alex Isley is, uh, if you're older, think about what Amel Larue was when she was with Groove Theory and how, to be very brutally honest, she didn't manifest that into a long career. Um, think of it as if she was channeled through Alex Isley and she's making the songs and the albums and the projects you'd have always wished that Amel LaRue would have made. Um, her voice bleeds into your system with how she organically puts her tonality in the play, you won't you won't be disappointed. You you have to get Alex Isley in your life. Um, she is absolutely certified. Goju Nation, Gotham Jungle certified. Uh, Alex Isley, and then discover India Sean, and then remember that Kalani is out there as well too. So that brings me, that brings me full circle to I now feel that female R and B is in great shape. With these three, these three artists, um, they're doing it. They're doing it. They're doing it the right way. Um, and I need to wrap this up in a bow on this topic by saying, "Scissor, where the hell is your new album?" Okay, okay. You can't give me. You can't give me the single "I Hate You," which was strong, 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 and then come back with a project that's basically uh, your previous project. Re, you know, I don't say redone, but reestablished as if that's the new album. Nah, we're not doing that. Okay, culture deserves better than that. So where's your new album? Okay, don't drop songs that are fantastic, and then don't drop albums. You don't don't play don't play with your bass like that, because that leaves room for Alex Isley's and Kalani's and Indian Sean's to, to step right in and say, well, if you're gonna play around, we'll be right here. Okay, you gonna play around, we'll be right here. So Scissor, it's your turn, and we're looking forward to it. Okay, we'll look forward to it. Uh, so that's it. Qualified, law and order. Verified, Cass Isabel Wilkerson. Certified, Alex Isley. That's what I got for you, Goju Nation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, see what I got here for you. Little bonus. Um, I it was it was literally after Labor Day, and I literally saw Christmas cards in stores was hearing commercials with jingle bells subconsciously in the background and seeing promotions and marketing speaking to the shopping of Christmas in September. We are absolutely marketing and putting our current place and space in a warp, <laughs> in a time warp, okay? Um, you got we can we can we just can we just let things breathe for a minute? Can can can, can Halloween have its space and have its space and place, please? And then can we let Thanksgiving have its place and space, please? And then can we uh and then can we um 
let Christmas have its place in space and not overlap these things and then act like that they, they don't count. Because that's how it comes across when you, from an outsider looking in, you just kind of just watch what's happening from a media and marketing and society standpoint. It's as if it doesn't even matter what we think or what we have been established as in our upbringing. It's, here's what we're just doing. Okay, it's almost like I don't care if you want turkey for Thanksgiving. We're giving you pig feet. <laughs> okay, that's, that's that's what we're doing. Um, so let's just try to keep the traditions in place and space, and, and that would be nice. So it's just you know, little. That's more of an editorial. Okay, more so than the other aspects of things. Um, some big movies are coming out. I'm very curious to you know what Black Adam does to the DC universe. Uh, very curious to Wakanda Forever is going to do to the Marvel Universe. And I wonder if you guys are paying attention to how they're setting up the next super team. If you pay close attention, you'll see there's a there's a new Captain America. Uh, there's a new Black Widow. Uh, I'm just curious how that's going to play out as well, too. Again, these are just more editorial comments more than anything else. Um, but uh, that's what I got for today, Goju Nation. At Gotham Jungle, at Gotham Jungle, at Gotham Jungle. Are we on Twitter? Yes. Are we on IG? Yes. Are we on Facebook? Yes. Are we on YouTube? Yes. Are we now on Podbean? Yes. We'll be expanding to other podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify. Yes. Will we be on other... You'll be able to find us at any place in space pretty soon here. Uh, there have been some, there's, you know, we're growing this thing organically and you guys are taking a journey with us. And I am so blessed to be in a position where what's happening thus far has been embraced, has not been rebuffed and has been uh, considered something that people want to hear from. So I'll continue to do this as long as you want to hear from me and we'll make it happen from there. Um, I'm just appreciative to be able to have a platform uh, to speak my truth and speak uh, qualitative content from an information standpoint, from a context standpoint, and not just from a how I feel standpoint. All right? Industry rule number 4080, Goju Nation. We appreciate you. And remember, when you get me by myself on these podcasts, you're absolutely going to get something that's qualified, verified, and certified. Appreciate your time. Enjoy. See you next time.